<clears throat> Hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of One Two Review. It's me, Luke, the Strip Club DJ, along with my friends Brandon and Alex, and we're reviewing movies till we get to twenty. We have the simplest review system out there, and if you're a listener to our show, you already know we review either a one or two. One if we don't like it, two if we do like the movie, and then we get to twenty points and we call it a day. That's how it works. It's One Two Review. Kick the intro, baby. One, two. Boom! Oh, be careful what you say, Luke. Just... Last time on One to Review. Okay, guys, let's uh, get this last layer off. Oh my god. I'm sweating in here. I need help. I need help. 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 I need help. It's so hot in this room. It's a bomb. Alex, come on, man. Figure it out. <gasps> oh my god. It's so hot in here. Open a window. It's the baby duck. It's always been the baby duck. Who is Dougie P? <gasps> ah, it burned me. Can somebody dab my sweat? Dab my sweat. Sweat, sweat. It's dabby. I need You're dabs. You're sweating everywhere, Luke. Calm down. Ah, Put pressure on the wound. Hold it better. Shine the light Call over the police. here. Police, watch out. Shine Down. It here now. Up. What is this? Over there. It's. It's not even a baby. It's a bomb. A bomb. All right, folks. What you're hearing is real, and it's happening right now as you're listening to it live. Um, we did unravel the Russian stacking doll. And it turns out that the center of this doll is a bomb. So it's me and Alex on the West Coast. Brandon is standing by over in New York to help us along with this process. And we're trying to defuse this bomb. Um, and it looks like we have a little note in here. Uh, there's a little note in these wires. Alex, can you read that for me? Okay, so the, the little note with it here, it just says REVIEW. But it's all in caps, and it's bold, and it's underlined two time. I don't know, guys. I don't know what this thing is, but I think we just we got a review, and, and I think we'll figure it out. Guys, you know? we know what we have to do. We have to do what we do best. Let's review some movies. Okay. I'm going to carefully place the bomb over. Well, I'm going to just place it in your lap, Alex. There you go. Make sure it can hear us. All right. Well, let's uh, review a movie. Brandon, I'm a little nervous to announce this movie. Do you want to um, kick it our way? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this week, we all saw, hopefully. Did you guys get a chance to see this one? Just before we get started, I just want to roll that out. Okay, yes, good. I yeah. saw it. Yeah, yeah this I week we it. saw Heaven's Architect. God tasks lonely Demetrius to design heaven. Now... This film, I went into it expecting one thing, and of course, I ended up with another thing. Demetrius himself, I found to be an enjoyable character. The portrayal of God, I thought was interesting. I'll, I'll let you guys talk about that a little bit more. Uh, there's all kinds of interesting stuff in this movie. There is a whole subplot where the the devil tries to, he creates a, a lady to kind of tempt Demetrius. Demetrius is pretty heartbroken the whole time. He's in heaven because uh, he lost his wife. What was it? Something like, a, 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 not a carriage. Uh, what do they call it? A chariot. There's a chariot wreck. He lost his wife. He dies. He goes to heaven. Anyway, he's lonely. And so the devil creates this this temptress to try to draw him away from designing heaven. 
Demetrius his heart was, was already broken, resist so. and continue through with his job and design that heaven. Yeah, yeah lovely yeah. movie. Um, lovely to look at, of course, with those um, ancient Greek sets and beautiful, beautiful marble sets uh, happen in there. I really like their the ideas that they incorporate with Demetrius's heaven and along with the devil trying to tempt him, you know, put in a little portal for the devil and stuff like that. But I, I enjoyed, um, so, so I guess we should say there, there is a heaven when the, when the movie starts, it's like when, cause there's people in there, Demetrius is in there. That's where, where God finds him. But the heaven's pretty funny. It was funny to me, at least the first heaven, it's mostly just not a cloud, but like, it looks like a cloud. It's that like misty kind of, uh, just kind of a plane. It's kind of boring. And that's when Demetrius is approached and, uh, the heaven he designs is pretty incredible it's pretty neat it's gorgeous it's true yeah it starts off as a real generic heaven that you see in cartoons or you know just a classic heaven and it ends up asking the question i think demetrius possibly finds the answer to what does your heaven look like and i think for everybody heaven looks a little bit different let me circle back i know i said the portrayal Mm -hmm. of, of god himself was a little interesting you guys haven't mentioned it but he was basically like a goldfish type of creature did you guys find that interesting or yeah 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 well in that yeah it is interesting just because the the rest of the film sticks very cleanly to kind of greek roman kind of mythology and that uh yeah fish felt a little out of place definitely i mean it's not a fish but it's like a fish it's a it's an animal thing floating animal right thing. and when demetrius of course doesn't incorporate a lot of water into his heaven design because it's his heaven God isn't pleased. Well, and that's the thing is God had tasked him to design a heaven for everyone, but he ends up designing his own personal heaven. And that's when God realizes that's something that he has to provide for every individual. And so I guess the end of this is implying that when you die, you go to an individualized heaven that that God himself has architected for you because he knows you better than anyone. I think that's what they were kind of saying. Yeah, he knows if you've been naughty or nice or, you know, he watches you when you're sleeping. Definitely. Yeah. Some kind of Santa goldfish God being portrayed in this movie. Um, I don't know. I'm ready to review this one. You guys I think have I'm ready any, to review anything it. else to say about it? Luke, are you ready? Yeah. Let's yeah, just I'm keep our ready. voices down. I don't want to trigger anything or set anything off. Cool. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, well, I give Heaven's Architect a, a, a one for me. It wasn't uh, anything too moving. It had some beautiful cinematography, some beautiful shots. It reminded me of what dreams may come a little bit. But uh, overall, nothing too interesting for me here. Yeah, this I movie didn't one. quite hit the spot for me either. Just kind of a little boring. And uh, it's getting a one for me too as well. Interesting. I think I'm going to be the odd man out here and I'm going to give it a two points. What I liked about this film was when I left, I thought to myself, what does my heaven look like? And I actually went home and I drew up some blueprints and I'm actually going to put those in my will. So Nice. Congrats. That's great. Okay. Well, so that gives us four okay. points. So Four points. What's going on? Oh, yeah, look, listen. It's it's changing. There's a little LED screen and it's going down. It went down from 20 to 16. Well, I think I know what we need to do. I think we need to keep I think we need to hear a sponsor. Reap the savings with Mexi Pills. $7.99 a month gives you two pounds of expired pills from Mexican pharmacies. These pills are still good, just a little less potent. 100% 100% legal since they aren't technically considered pills. Subscribe now with promo code REVIEW and receive an extra half pound for free. 
Only at MixyBills.com. All right, guys, we saw Inside Out. At least I did. I hope you guys did. Did you guys see this one? Yeah. Yeah, we saw it. I did. Cool. So Inside Out was a uh, sci-fi movie, I guess. Not really a sci-fi. It's, it's, I guess the tagline is everything seems normal, but outside is referred to as inside in this parallel universe thriller. At least that's the synopsis that is on uh, the website that we use. Uh, what did you guys think about this film? It is, I will say that it is from a brand new director named uh, Sobe Rochester. And I think that shows a little bit in this film that, that it's a new director. It seemed like there were some things that stuck out for me. Uh, the story revolves a, around a man named Tom and, um, you know, he's just stuck in this parallel universe or is he stuck? Is he from this parallel universe? All these questions are uh, kind of answered or attempted to be answered in this film. It was a little confusing to me. Did you guys have any thoughts on this film? Yeah, you know, I like this film. I like this kind of premise. It seemed kind of like a Twilight Zone or an Outer Limits. I just really wish they took it another step further. I mean, the tagline is basically all you got in this film where, you know, he ends up on this place. Everything seems to be normal. But yeah, just people refer to the outside as the inside and the inside as the outside. It, it got a little confusing and there was like definitely some funny, funnier moments with the confusion, but it just didn't really go anywhere after that initial premise. And they kind of stayed on it for a little long. Perhaps that's because Sobey's the new director. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, there were moments in this film where it was just like, we get it. They're just sitting at the dinner table and they're talking to their kids. Um, did you guys play baseball inside today? And the kids, yeah, we played baseball yeah, inside today. It was really today. nice inside today. Like They refer to it all the time and that was it. It was like a real one note sort of film. Yeah, the use your inside voice, outside voice stuff was was confusing. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was much more beyond the idea of that. And again, the stuff with Sobe as a director, I don't know if you guys caught it, but it felt like a lot of the framing was off in this film. Um, just the shots weren't desirable in a weird way. Everything felt uncomfortable. And maybe that was what they were going for with it being a parallel universe, but stuff felt a little off. Yeah, I... I saw a little behind the scenes and I think they just had really bad camera people and bad direction being his first film. I think you can give him a little leeway on that, but you know, characters being out of frame. And then there were moments where like the actor was bending their neck to look like at the cameras. I, did you get it? And I, I'm not sure if that was intentional or not, but it seemed like that shouldn't have even made the final cut for the movie. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know, the it's a parallel universe thriller is what it's tagged as. So I wonder if that's... Okay, okay, wait. So we can all agree that this wasn't quite a thriller, right? It was almost just like a comedy or like a, a boring slice of life film. But now I'm thinking about it. I wonder if it's actually more like a parallel universe thriller. Like that's what it's billed as. So like a thriller, but in a parallel universe. Like if you lived in a parallel universe and went to see a movie billed as a thriller, it would be this weird, awkward slice of life comedy thing with people looking at the camera and bad angles. So if that's true, then I actually, I don't know. I, I kind of like it. Okay. Yeah, Alex, definitely the meta thriller part of this movie, for me at least, was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with the thrilling uh, side of it why why do they even call it so for me the exciting part was trying to understand the film and that 
in a way, was the meta thriller essence of this film. And if that makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. I like the layers that you're adding. I just don't know if they were there. I want to think they were there. I'm just not positive. Cool. Well, I'm going to give this movie a two because the more I'm thinking about it, the more I think that it, it knew what it was doing more than it appeared to, that it wasn't just a poorly made film. It was a, an expertly made film done poorly or the other way around. I liked it. A two for me. This movie is a movie done so poorly that it's an expert execution of a poorly done film. In a way, that's a beautiful thing. And it was, for me, a thriller. And uh, I give it a two as well. Okay, guys. I hate to be the odd man out again, but I'm going to have to give this movie a one. I mean, again, I just don't see all those extra layers. Maybe I have to see the film again. I don't know. One point for me. Um, definitely watch this movie again, Brandon, a couple times. And feel free to call me around 2, 3 o'clock in the morning once you watch it and, and let me know how. If we make it goes. out of this episode, I will call you every night at 3 o'clock a.m. <clears throat> you know, to be honest, I'm getting kind of comfortable with this bomb here. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah? Oop, there it goes. How many points? Oh, five. Five. Yes. Yep. It was five points and now it's 14, 13, 12. Okay, guys, we have a couple more movies to go then. Now, I guess the question is, is this bomb going to explode when we get down to zero? Because isn't that when most bombs explode? Yeah, and if that's the case, then we should stop. Where did this come from? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, we don't know yet. It might be a trick. Only one way to tell. Let's take a sponsor break. Sponsor break. Hot Amy's Maple Sauce. The hottest, tangiest maple sauce on the market. Use promo code REVIEW to receive a free batch. Hell yeah. Okay. Kind of want some. I will definitely be trying that. Oh, we got a tiny, tiny, tiny little bottle of uh, Hot Amy's in our scramble box. Yeah, it's been sold out everywhere. By the way, did yeah, yeah, we were super lucky to get it. By the way, did you try your um, next, did you try your other Scrimmy Scrams? Scrimmy Scrams came in, but I think the bag was open the mailman just kind of left it on my porch and I think like a stray cat or something gone into it because the bag was just opened unless that's how they come. Was your bag open? No, there's been a whole thing. Uh, if you go to their website, cats are getting into the scramble boxes and the scramble bags and opening them up. There's something about them that is, I don't know. It's drawing cats apparently. Yeah, no doubt. And I also heard that there's a giant outbreak of raccoon attacks in Brooklyn. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. They're little bandits. They wear masks. Have you had a, or have you had any kind of interaction with a raccoon recently? I saw a couple in a park, but I stayed clear. Yeah. They're pretty violent animals, surprisingly, for how cute they are. That's true. You don't want one as a pet. Yeah, definitely not. And the thing that creeps me about raccoons is their little human hands. Yeah, they can they can do a lot of things with those hands. They can hold knives or open doors or do anything. So they really freaked me out. Right. That was a, a big eye-opener for me was that the fact that these raccoons are running around with knives in Brooklyn. Well, of course, it's Brooklyn. Yeah, they have a couple knives, but the human hands allow them to use it. So, yeah. Well, uh, Godspeed, man. I, I hope you survive that, and I hope uh, Brooklyn takes back the streets from those goddamn Thanks, raccoons. me too. I'm a little bit more concerned about what's going on in your guys' neck of the woods and stuff, so maybe we should get to another movie pretty quickly. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> I agree, but then at the same time, the best way to not blow up a bomb is to be calm right right 
I guess okay, so. Okay, let's take it easy a little bit. Let's uh, let's get loose. Shake it out. Yes. What's our next movie? All right, boys. Uh, I think we all had a chance to see this one this week. Did you see it, Alex? Yep. Brandon. Oh, yeah. I saw this one twice, actually. Wow. We had a special double feature on this one. This is, of course, for our listeners out there, a movie that we all saw, and it's called Lobster and Maw. That's Lobster in Maw, in case you missed that, M-A-W. And it's a documentary exploring a rare breed of lobster hunting dog. Yeah. Those little worchers. They're called worchers. Yeah, the worcher lob hound. Uh, and it's so cute. Yeah, beautiful tiny dog. They're tiny. Right. But they're effective. Brandon, do you want to tell us about yeah, this? Yeah, sure. I saw it twice. I know a lot about it. So these tiny dogs, they have one long leg that they actually use to dip into the water from the dock area and they're able to attract the lobsters Mm -hmm. and then grab the lobster with their mouth of course they're dogs but uh, they've been used in Maine Mm -hmm. for like 30 years they're kind of the unstrung hero of red lobster every time you eat a lobster you can almost guarantee not a boat caught it but one of these little puppies yeah no doubt I've definitely eaten lobster I've seen that little tooth mark from where the dog caught the lobster a uh, strange-looking breed for a tiny little dog with that big, long arm. And they're mm-hmm. pretty funny to watch run around. It's sort of tipsy. It's you know? adorable. But, um, yeah, but definitely at home in the water. There's a really cool... I, I had no idea about this, honestly. I didn't know anything about... Um, I didn't even know that lobsters, you know, that dogs were used to catch a lot of lobsters. There's the great place where they raise them there's a farm kind of where they where they raise these dogs and breed them and train them and it's great there's there's a bunch of like fake kind of docks out where they stock it with lobsters where the dogs are practicing and they work the dogs and stuff i i just love dogs so much that it was great to see like big hordes of these cute dogs with their one leg they run a little funny when they get excited so yeah i really enjoyed this the film does end on a serious note informing us that unfortunately these little cute puppers are actually an endangered species and asks mm-hmm. us all to, you know, open our wallets and donate so we can bring these back to life. Because unfortunately, they're not good at surviving in the wild. Mm-hmm. No, not only are they not good at surviving in the wild, they're not good at mating. So those donations go towards a front arm extender that attaches and allows them to uh, mate properly. Otherwise, their uneven build doesn't, you know, let them line up properly when they're trying to mate. So that arm extender is going to help a lot, guys. Get on to lobstermaw.org, and that will allow you to donate to their Patreon. Yeah, this is a great film. Um, And if, yeah, excellent film. And if you use the promo code review on their Patreon, we get 20% of the donation. So that helps us as well. Absolutely. I was just going to say, not to let that sway anything, but are you guys ready to review the film? Oh, absolutely. Um, just real quick, did any of you watch the movie Mobster in Law on accident? No. Was that oh, one? Oh, Mobster in Law. Oh, I've was... seen that movie. Yeah, that was. I think that's on. Yeah, I have seen Mobster in Law. That's on. Oh, the crime thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's on, no, that's on I, Frugal I, Fix. I watched it twice on accident uh, instead of this movie. Then finally, I rechecked our, um, our mail list and. That's an old film. I saw it years ago. Did you like it? Do we need to revisit it sometime in the future? Sure. Let's review it next week. Okay. We can put that on our list. Um, so, yeah, sorry about that, by the way. Uh, let's. We can get back to reviewing this. I saw this movie twice. One point for each time. Two points for me. Simple. Easy. I donated. You should donate. 
we only see a tiny portion of those donations. So a really good cause. Cool. Uh, yeah, I give this movie a solid two. I, I want to get myself a little Wurcher dog. They're adorable. I love the Wurcher dogs, but you know what I really love? Can you guess? Lobsters. Lobster. I love lobster. So um, seeing how that the, they can implement this canine to bring lobster to the table really had me going. And I was uh, so excited. I went out and bought two lobsters. They're in the fridge right now. And I'm ready to boil those up humanely, of course. And I give this movie a two. Okay, we did the review. So that's six, six points. points. Six. Do you see anything going on in the box? Mm, yep. Yep, there it goes. It's counting down. Ten. Nine. It's so scary to see a bomb count down. Seven. Six. It's stopping at five. This could be it. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it is scary. Pretty much everything about having a bomb is scary. There's nothing, nothing funny about Brandon. having a bomb, no. Um, no, not really. Before we get to our possibly final movie ever, let's do a quick sponsor ad. <clears throat> okay. I'm down with that. Got to pay the bills, even uh, if it's your final waking moments. You don't want to leave your last any debt behind. Mm -hmm. No, you don't, because they'll come get it no matter They'll do what. anything. Cooper's Family Steakhouse is proud to announce our new line of freezer foods. Enjoy Cooper's at home with our gluten-full, non-organic big bean burrito. One giant potato-sized bean wrapped in a flour tortilla with a healthy dollop of Cooper's mixed cheese sauce. Simply soak the bean for 40 minutes. No microwave needed. Available in the deep freeze section at all supermarkets. Cooper's. We know family. All right, let's do it. Let's diffuse the situation with a review. All right. The next film that we saw this week is a film called Screecher. Sorry, punchline. <laughs> yeah, a little... Well, as I was saying, uh, <laughs> this is a film called Screecher that we all saw. It's the, uh, it's the quote, the quote, uh, true story about this, uh, the mysterious pitched tone that can be heard in Mesa, Arizona. So I'd heard about this uh, pitched tone before. There's also one in my home state of New Mexico, the Taos Hum. There's these areas in the world that have different kind of resonating pitches and, and stuff that you can hear, and there's different kinds of metaphysical explanations for it. Uh, this film approaches it from a kind of horror-ish perspective. Uh, the young girl named Amy and her friends are going out camping in Mesa, Arizona. They happen to be going to the same place where Amy's father disappeared five years earlier uh, with unknown reasons behind that. Uh, they camp for a little bit. Stuff gets a little weird. She loses some friends. We find out what the Screecher is and what's been causing that noise. What would you guys think of the film Screecher? Oh, oh boy. boy. This movie was annoying. Yeah? You didn't like the, the noise? No. And Yeah. You know what? And just watching a bunch of annoying girls. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Uh, for yeah. for ninety minutes, I couldn't I couldn't stand it. Well, to be fair for the listeners, there is there is a a tone, a pitched kind of a high pitched kind of screech happening for not the whole film. To be fair, not the whole film, but ninety percent of the film, there is a 
pretty loud kind of screechy noise very going, different from the you know. house hum that we're all aware so. of but i think that's part of the horror for me it struck a, a chord as you said your home state it's actually my home state also luke's home state of new mexico it's kind of like the opposite it's not a low hum but it's a high-pitched scream um now i may be privileged i actually couldn't hear the high-pitched tone so i didn't find it that annoying and i i was kind of like what's going on here oh. the whole time but yeah, I definitely, people left the theater that I was in. People couldn't handle this film at all. Yeah, people were cursing at the screen. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic, because they should be cursing at the speakers. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But they were angry at the screen. People were infuriated. And all the, I don't, I don't know, Brandon, did you watch this movie at home or in the theater? I watched it at home. Granted, I don't have any kind of speaker set up. I usually watch movies with like subtitles, so maybe they left that out. Um, oh man, you're reviewing these movies. Some of them without some of them, not the sound all of them, on. But uh, you're, missing, you're missing out, missing out on some stuff. I'm sure. I review movies, man. I don't review like other things. I don't need sound or anything. Yeah, but it's the okay. whole package. What are you talking about? Well, he's he's doing the visual aspect. How about that? He's watching that. You I know, read we used to words. Give, you know, we used to give points for costumes. So now you know he's just watching the visual aspect of it. It's fine. We'll we'll cover the sound. Well, uh, let me say, if you don't watch Screecher with the sound, you're missing a giant part of it and a giant That's annoying true. part of it. I get it. that now, but from the yeah. sounds of it, maybe I saw a better movie because I wasn't annoyed at all. At, at, the, the, uh, at the theater, there were some seeing eye dogs, some um, helping dogs or whatever, and I saw the dogs were going nuts, barking. Mm-hmm. They hated it. and I, yeah. I felt their pain, too. Yeah, this film's not for everyone. Certainly not a dog. You guys ready to review yeah, this thing? I think so. Yeah, I'm ready to review it. Well, you're not sure. I don't know if I am. Can I hear your guys' first? Well, yeah, I'll go first. Let me sure say yet. two points for me. Visually speaking, this movie was pretty intriguing. Um, I thought, you know, the premise was interesting, and the the surprise killer at the end really took my breath away. Yeah, I have a spoiler alert. It's her, it's her dad. It's always the dad. Did He's I say two points? Two points for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Screecher was an obnoxious, just an obnoxious test of your patience for 90 minutes listening to a noise. I will admit um, the girls in this movie were a lot of fun to be with. Uh, it's a lot of fun to watch young ladies get scared and freak out in the dark, especially when trying to camp and set up a tent. But uh, the noise was really just too much to handle, and I ended up leaving the movie early. So I give it a I give it a one. Hmm. Um, you know, as oftentimes when a film annoys one of us in the group, and we like to give it a high rating, I enjoy that this film rattled you guys. And uh, well, I guess it didn't rattle you, but it rattled you, Luke. And and I give it a two for that. Uh, I enjoy it. I like these kind of films. Always a big fan of slasher horror films all the time. So yeah, a two for me. So is that a four? I think that's five. Five. Points. That's a five. Oh, you gave it a two, Brandon? Oh, oh, well, yeah, okay. Well, the, the, the two is just uh, to annoy Luke. Because I liked it. Okay, five points. <laughs> All right. Any activity from the bomb? Order three, two. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it just counted down to zero, and now a little 
a little lever is moving here. Uh, oh, God. This... Okay, okay, this thing's opening it... up. Okay, this is interesting. There's this picture. It's the abacus. It's that golden, it's what? the abacus in is the closet. It's still in the closet? It's a picture of it. And it says, I'm Doug I told Price. You to burn that thing months ago. The abacus? We tried. We couldn't burn we it. We tried everything, Brandon. It just keeps coming back. It's like and that damn Babadook book. It's Doug Price. Does that ring any bells? Do you know any Doug Prices? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna do some Googling. This might be a long week ahead of us. We gotta figure out if this was some sort of joke or a serious threat. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, t- I'm really creeped out by this now. And uh, I guess it w- was it even a bomb? I. It looked like a yeah, bomb. Yeah, of course it was a bomb. All right. I just, I just don't know. It's yeah. I don't know what this thing is now. It's just an uncomfortable pile of Russian nesting dolls, little pieces of it everywhere, and and this weird bomb thing with a picture of of the. Uh, I don't know. It's you need just, to get rid of that abacus immediately. I don't know. All right, we'll try. I'll try to get it out of here. Damn. This just gets worse and worse. And I'm sorry to my Patreon donors. You know what? You guys really screwed up because you should have never funded that original granite abacus. That was an insane idea. Absurd amount of money. Yeah, $540,000 to have us sent a bomb from Dougie Price. It's too much. And you know what? I don't really want to. I don't really want to talk about on mic about what's going on here. But I think I got ideas, boys. I think this goes deeper than you know. Let's take this off, Mike. Let's continue this conversation <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah, definitely. Give me a call, Brandon, tonight around three four okay. a.m. Alex, are you going to be asleep? Yeah, yeah. But Skype me in anyway. No, no, no. Uh, let me sleep, but Skype me in. I'll be able to hear you guys. I just won't be talking. Okay. <clears throat> well, I guess in a weird way, I, I, I am relieved. To not have been blown up, but in another way, now I've got a whole new galaxy of issues to deal with, with the resurgence of this goddamn abacus and um, getting rid of this potential bomb that's still in our home. I'm concerned. You know what? This podcast is screwing with my life. Don't let it get to you, man. It's just a podcast. Ignore it. Okay, thanks. Just ignore it. Take your own advice. Ignore it. All right. Well, um, anything else, boys, before we kick the outro and... And, and say goodbye to our listeners No, it's here. been an interesting week, and I appreciate everybody's patience and due diligence. I'll tell you what, I'm going to put this bomb up on Patreon, so if anyone wants to give us a donation, we can send the bomb out to you. See if you guys w- Maybe a forensic scientist would be interested. Um, yeah, or an electrical engineer. There's a lot of wires here. A lot of wires. Too many wires. What movies are we going to do next week? Great. Once again, thank you all so much for listening and checking us out. Please review us on iTunes if you get a chance. Please give us a five and drop a review if you get the time. Next week, we're going to review Get Out of My Castle, The Life and Lies of Henry, Shimu, Mobster-in-Law, Trump Doe, and Reps de la Cinco. Oh, also, sign-in sheet. Thanks again, folks. We'll see you next week. Woo!